Hey friends, Jesse J here. I'm going to talk to you today about how we can all stop being so negative. Whew, let's just take a breath just right there alone, right? How annoying is it when somebody says to you, like, stop being so negative? And you're like, ah, I'm not being negative. I'm just being honest. I'm not being negative. I'm just being real. (laughs) Stop being so negative, right? I can be real. I can be honest, but I don't have to be negative. Let's just be real. I lead a group with clients where one of the topics of discussion is to stop holding space for negativity. And I almost always get the question of, what do I mean? We have to be negative sometimes. Sometimes things are sad. Sometimes things are hard. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't say never be negative again in your life. What I said was stop holding space for negativity. The very specific word I want us to focus on is holding space. Those are two words. Holding was the word I was going to go with, right? Hanging on to it. Yes, shitty things happen. Yes, shitty things happen to good people. But what we don't get to do is to sit there and sit in the stink. You just sit there. And everything, we've all been around that type of person before, right? Where everything is so negative. Oh, did you see that? Oh, why did I go into like a large Marge voice right there? Oh, did you see that? Oh, what's going on over here? Oh, did you see that? Did you see what she had? We all have that, right? We all know a person like that. If you don't know a person like that, you are the person, okay? If you don't know anybody where you're like, wow, they're really negative. No, it's you. It's you, friend. Okay? I love you enough to tell you the truth. It's you. <laughs> I I was at one point, I don't know that I've ever been just like a negative person all the time. Um, every outlook. I, I don't know that I've always been. I don't know that I could define myself as a negative person ever in my lifetime. But have I allowed space for negative energy? Absolutely. Have I participated in unproductive and negative conversations or activities? Absolutely. Have I hung around with really negative people before? Absolutely. Have I allowed the negative energy of other people to affect me? Absolutely. Have I had a negative energy that I have put off on other people? Absolutely. So I'm not coming from this place of perfection or that I am somehow immune to negativity That's one thing that my clients will say to me or sometimes people that I'll just meet and they'll say, wow, you're such a positive person. You you always have a a really good outlook, a good outlook on things. And I say, that's because I've worked at it. That doesn't come naturally for me. I have always been the type of person who doubted myself, who doubted things, who saw um, stopping points a lot of times, to be quite honest, brick walls and not speed bumps when things came up. And what I've learned to do is to say that every problem has a solution. I actually read this amazing book called Everything is Figureoutable. And I think prior to reading this book, I was already open to the pos- to the possibility that there were a lot of solutions I wasn't looking for. And... I really think that's one of the pieces to 
not being a negative person is when we begin to see solutions. Yes, the problems of the world are immense. They're overwhelming. And we think we can't do things and we think we can't fix things. And the important thing to remember is that there is always something that you can do. Okay? The world's problems are great, but I am still an individual who has the ability to make change, even if it's just within myself. I think a lot of times we just want to, sometimes we just want to sit in the stink. I know with everything that's gone on with my dad, a lot of my family has started to shift their mindset and their viewpoints of my dad didn't suffer and they're grateful for those types of things. And so they're trying to shift their perspective out of a negative one. And I'm not there quite yet regarding that. And I know that there's so many layers to grief and that's not what we're here for. But negativity is so toxic. When we sit in our negativity, we're not moving forward. When we're sitting in our negativity, we're in victim, right? We're in victim. We're in victim mode. We are a victim. And when we're in that place, we're not able to actually fix anything. I watched this really amazing video, and I wasn't going to mention it, but because I just said that statement that almost came directly from the video, it's a Will Smith video, Fault versus Responsibility. And I'm not going to quote the video for you, although I can because I've watched it so many times. Go watch it, please. Um, But what I've learned is that sometimes shitty things happen, and it's not my fault. I didn't cause it. But it's my responsibility to decide how I'm going to respond to it. It's my responsibility to decide if I'm going to sit in it or if I'm going to grow from it. The last time that I did a podcast, I talked about how our words have power. And I want to mention that again. And then this time I want to say, our words have power, so make them positive. When I'm speaking, I want to be positive. I want to be uplifting. And yes, does that sometimes have the outcome that people feel like I'm a positive poly or that I'm not being realistic. Maybe, but that's okay. That's their opinion. And their opinion of me really doesn't matter to me because I have to know who I am authentically, right? But the thing is, is that I see solutions. A couple of years ago, we had, um, when my nonprofit had just started and we were, what I thought was sort of problem solving things that had come up. It was for an event we were putting together and there was an individual who is someone who carries a lot of negativity within them. And they were very much trying to come from a helpful place. I don't feel it was a negative place, but they were throwing out all the things that weren't working. I really just don't think this event is going to happen was what they said. And I remember saying, I I, I disagree. I think that we're going to do just fine. Everything we've just said, nothing sounded like there couldn't be a solution for it. Like there, 
was nothing that could be done. I thought of solutions for about five things that we can try. Um, we have to be careful, right? Because if I decide there's no solution, if I decide there's no way out, then guess what? There is no way out. There is no solution. I have to be willing to be open to the possibility that there is another option and I've got to be willing to try it. The other thing I think of when I say to stop being so negative is you get to choose what you say and how you respond to what other people say. So people can say whatever they want to say. It doesn't mean I have to respond. It doesn't mean I have to respond back in a negative way if I decide to respond. I need to be proud of who I am when I go home every night. That's, that's the goal. I'm not here to make anyone else feel great about me as a person. It's my job to feel good about myself when I'm home and sitting by myself. Who do I feel like I was put here to be? If I'm showing up as her, it doesn't really matter what you have to say about that. So a lot of times people say, well, they baited me. Well, they said these things and then I felt obligated to, no, 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 uh-uh. That's where our work comes in, right? How can I respond differently? Or how could I not respond at all? Is my response even necessary? We had something come up recently where someone was essentially questioning the, really the integrity of an organization that I'm a part of and, and the mission behind it and all of these really not helpful things to say. And, and they felt entitled to their opinion and everyone's entitled to their opinion. And the thing was that I could have responded in a very negative way. And I wondered to myself as they were speaking, does it matter what I have to say right now in this moment? No, because the person that I'm speaking to isn't going to receive what I'm saying. So I can choose to sit here and have a negative conversation that isn't going to go anywhere. I can hold resentments and be angry and, and respond just as negatively as they are, or I can let them speak and then we move on. And I just continue to work on me. Because when the meeting's over, everybody goes home. I'm going to be okay. And I want to be proud of who I showed up as in certain situations, in all situations, really. But in this specific situation, I was quite proud of myself and how I handled the situation. And I didn't feel the need to be heard or to speak, right? I get to choose how I respond. Do I respond negatively? Do I respond positively? You know, I know you've heard that saying, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, okay. I could see that, but also don't hold on to it. Right? What's that saying, like, about holding burning coal, but you think somebody else is going to get burnt or something like that? Or drinking the poison and you think someone else is going to get sick? Like, you can't hang on to it. You get to choose if you hold on to it. You've, you are the person responsible for letting it go. Something else, like when I think of not holding space for negativity, I think of when we're trying to get to some kind of success. So let's even talk about weight loss, right? That's a huge thing. We, we 
call ourselves terrible names or we're judging other people for what they're showing up as or what they're wearing. And what I, what I've learned in life is that no amount of success or happiness comes from negativity. People who are naturally negative people are generally not successful. Now they may be successful in the sense of making a lot of money. They may be successful in the sense of having an amazing job, but they're probably not also happy because you can't be a negative person and be happy. You, it just doesn't work that way. If I am happy, I'm a positive person. So the same is true for the opposite. If I'm angry all the time, I'm negative and I'm unhappy. We've got to make sure that if we're, let's say I was saying like losing weight, I have to be kind to myself. I've got to say, good job today. Okay, you didn't do perfect, but here are the things you did well. Here's what you could have done a little bit better. We got this tomorrow, friend. Let's go. We, what we say, how we speak to ourselves matters too, right? And I've got to do that from a place of positivity and helpfulness and not in harmful words. We have to instead, how can I be useful and helpful right now? What could I be doing that could be helpful? So let me give you an example. We've had a woman at work pretty recently. Her whole energy has shifted. She's just so negative and so snappy. And I noticed that I was kind of participating in, I guess, what would be considered gossip. Like, oh my gosh, did you see her do this? Oh, oh, this was terrible. This was terrible. And then I thought, and then I did say out loud, I wonder what she has going on because that's not like her. That's a shift. And that probably means she's going through something. Maybe I'll ask her tomorrow. Like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Because you just seem to not be responding in the way you usually do. So I can choose, you can choose as well, to participate in talking bad about people. Or we can use our words in, in good ways. We can use those moments. I can continue and sit and be negative and how much better do you feel after that conversation? I always feel terrible. After I've sat and had a conversation about someone else who isn't present and it hasn't been good, I feel awful. I feel awful. It also makes me suspect. Is that the right word? Like I'm leery of you because Same types of conversations are probably taking place without me present. And that doesn't make me feel amazing to think that someone's talking about me and maybe they're saying bad things about me. Not that I can control that, not that I care in the sense that I'm going to hyper-focus on it or anything like that. But still, our conversations and the things that we're talking about, they should be positive. I heard this example one time. They said... You can't be positive if you're always plugged into negativity. I have to plug into something positive. Whenever I'm being really negative, I'll stop for a moment and I'll say, what have I been plugged into today? What have I been paying attention to? And a lot of times it's I've watched 
crime documentaries, usually regarding murder, for five nights in a row on Netflix. How is that good for my mental health? How is that good for my attitude? It's not. It's terrible for my attitude. Or I'm listening to music that's aggressive and angry. And I'm like, okay, well, it could be the music I'm listening to. Or it could be that everybody at work is really frustrated because we have a tough group of clients at this moment and it's really draining. And I'm, I am trying to start paying, start to pay attention to, my gosh, get your words together. What I am giving energy and attention to, because I might not be holding space for negativity, but if everything that's coming at me is negative, I have no chance of being positive. I was, um, I was at my aunt's house one day and we were doing like a, a personal training session and she was sharing that she was having a hard time. I don't know that it was necessarily depression, but just like negativity. And as I was sitting there, I could hear in the background her TV going and it was like on a news channel. And I said, do you just like listen to that all the time? And she was like, yeah, it's just kind of always playing in the background. And I'm like, holy crap. If all you're ever listening to is how terrible the world is and how everything is going to shit, I bet you do feel pretty terrible. Turn that off. Turn it on something positive. Play some music that you love. What could you do instead of listening to just doom and terror all the time? This is myself included. Before I'll turn it on a crime documentary now, I'll stop myself and I'll say, are you in a good space to really actually watch this? Because what do you need right now? Do you need to be uplifted? Go put it on something good, Jess. Like, Don't sit here and watch a Jeffrey Dahmer show and you've just had a shitty day at work. That's not going to help you get it together. Here's some other things to plug into that are positive. Exercise. Go work it out for a minute. I've started actually, I will just play a song or let's say, for example, um, I always have the radio on in the background at work on like 102.5, 106.5, just music that's appropriate for work. And also that makes me feel good because it's usually 80s and 90s or whatever. But they'll play a song and it'll be in between clients and I'll just dance in my office just like a freaking idiot. I'll do the same thing at home downstairs. We have to, what is it that you need? Like start to check in with yourself. Is it something that I'm consuming that's making me negative? Do I have something I should be doing, right? Sometimes we're feeling negative because we just looked at our bank account or we just saw the stack of bills on the counter. Like what is it that we have going on? And then what do I need right now? Really asking ourselves what we need. And at first you might not know. I tell clients this all the time. You might not know at first what you want, what you need in the moment, because you haven't been taking care of yourself properly for so long. You don't know, or maybe ever, maybe you've never taken care of yourself in that way. So now in the moment when you're like, what do I need right now? You're like, I need a cheeseburger. Okay, then go get the cheeseburger. But then don't bullshit yourself after you eat the cheeseburger. Do you feel better? Did that help? Or are you telling yourself that it helped, but now you feel terrible because you ate the cheeseburger? Go and find something positive to do that's going to give you some positive energy. Don't go plug into something negative. 
when you're already feeling negative. You've got to switch it. So exercise, positive music in some way. You define whatever positive music is to you. Meditation, prayer, gratitude. I have, that's one of the things I've been trying to work on too is when I'm like, let's say for example, it's been friggin' freezing outside. By the time I post this, it'll be in a couple of weeks. So I'm not sure if it'll still be as friggin' freezing as it is today, but I'll tell you what, it is friggin' freezing outside. And I hate the cold. Okay. But here's what I keep telling myself is I'll say, I am so grateful that I have a home. I am so grateful that I have a car. I am so grateful that I have a blanket, that I have warm socks, whatever it is, right? Grounding yourself in gratitude. What can you be grateful for even through something hard? You can always find something to be grateful for. I'm pretty sure I've shared this before, but if I haven't, I want to offer it to you anyway. I used to work with this beautiful woman named Aliza. And she was leading a group and she was leading it on gratitude. And it's, it was a room full of people who were being very ungrateful. And she was leading this meditation. And she said, you know, we have to be grateful for even the small things. There's always something to be grateful for. And then she says, I am grateful for the socks on my feet because they're warm and fuzzy. I'm grateful for my shoes. And then she says, hell, I'm grateful I have feet. I am grateful that I have legs. I am grateful for those things that can walk me in a room, but it can also walk me out of those rooms, right? What can I be grateful for right now that's going to help ground me? Um, connecting yourself with some kind of healthy food, healthy people. Who are the people who are positive and who will uplift you? Not the people who are going to feed into your bullshit. Not the people who are going to help you keep feeling like crap and sit down and have a gossip session with you. Who do you need to go get your energy filled up with? Go connect with that person. Going and help other people. Is there somebody that you can help? Is there something you can go do? Go be useful somewhere. <laughs> um, and journaling. That's the last thing that I wrote down. The other thing I thought about when I was sharing about the beautiful Eliza was when she had mentioned being able to walk in and out of rooms. I had read in a book by David Goff, and he says the phrase, carry your own weather. And that's really stuck with me in that. And, and, I, and I put that in combination with something Brendan Burchard has said, which is if the energy in the room is not the energy you need to have, you got to leave the room. Sometimes I can go into a room and I can influence it in a positive way. I'm going to stay in the room, right? If by the time I leave it, I've uplifted the room, I feel great. Okay, that was worth my time. But if I walk into a room and the energy is awful and the people in it are bitching and moaning and everyone's talking about ever, I don't need to be in that room. I get to choose to get up and leave it. I'm never stuck, right? I'm going to walk on up out of that room. Keep on walking. I ain't talking to you anymore. Sorry. Right? We get to choose. Am I going to sit in this room and be negative and have the energy sucked from me? Or am I going to go find a way to put energy in me? Am I going to go find people and situations and circumstances that are going to give me energy and make me feel really good in a positive way? 
because we can go find things that make us feel good temporarily. I mean, I can name at least for me, food is a problem. Pepsi is a problem. Sleep. That's another problem. That's another coping skill I'll go do. But very rarely do I feel better after I wake up, especially when I've slept because I was trying to avoid life, right? What things can you do? What things can you plug into to be positive? And also on the flip side of that, what do you need to unplug from? It takes a lot of self-awareness and assessing yourself consistently. I've got to be willing to sit with myself and say, what am I actually feeling right now? And once I've figured that out, and really even if I can't figure out what I'm feeling right now, what do I need? What is something I need? And I've got to go do that. That's my responsibility. It's not for other people to make me happy. It's not for other people to help fix my shit. I've got to figure it out. I've got to sit down and say, what is it that I need to be doing right now? to get myself to a better place. What is it? And I can't tell you what that is for you. One of the things uh, my good friend, Rach Hollis had mentioned early in COVID, actually, she had mentioned, you've got to have a list of things that make you feel good. What kinds of things are you willing to do when you're not feeling amazing? What is it? And what things can you reach all the time? So I wrote things like comedy shows, like I can put it on a comedy video at any time, right? As long as I have access to the internet, I can put something up on TV, I can pull it up on YouTube, computer, phone, all of that, right? Um, My family gives me energy, especially my nieces and nephews and my children. What, how can I connect with them? Can I text them? Can I reach out to them? Can I do a three-minute FaceTime call? Can I stop by one of my brother's houses and connect with my nieces and nephews? Like, what does that look like? Where can I get energy from? I'm also finding it a lot in positive books. I'm a self-help reader, always have been. I love books. Um, I'm not not as huge of a science fiction or fiction. Um, I always actually, this is funny, I am... a long time ago to learn how to remember fiction versus nonfiction was fiction is fake. That's how my brain says it. Fiction is fake. So I don't do good with fiction books. And what's, what's interesting is even while I sit here, I'm looking at a significant amount of my books and I'm going to tell you 75% are self-help books or books on history. Those are the things I like to read about or people. Anyway, side note, you probably didn't care about, but when I plug into reading a positive book, it calms me down because I'm always on the go, 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 trying to shut my mind off and read has been really helpful for me. That's something I've just started to reach back into um, is reading and reminding myself how good that feels to read. Okay. I think I've sputtered everything I could think of regarding this. And I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to advise you. I'm not even encouraging you. Am I? Maybe. Stop holding space for negativity. Stop doing it. Stop hanging around those people that suck your energy dry every time you're around them and start spending time with people who help fill your cup, who help you feel energized 
who help you see the light. Those are the people you should be surrounding yourself with, especially when the world can be so dark. You've got to have people who show you the opposite. Stop watching so much crap and start finding good and positive things. I'm not saying not to watch the crime documentary. Let's be clear. There's a new one on Netflix now that I am likely going to go watch. But is it the day to do it? Do I need to be plugged into something more positive? Then today's not the day. Let's not ignore what it is we actually need, okay? Be mindful of what you need. Start to figure out what it is. If you don't know, what a blessing you have to not know. Go try shit. Go think back to a time you used to enjoy doing things and hobbies. Go try those things again. Go try things that are similar to that. If you were athletic as a kid, go find some kind of something to move your body. If you used to love reading Dungeons and Dragons, isn't that what that book was called where you like would go to a certain part of the story and then you could say either do this or this and then it would take you to the next page and whatever, whatever book that was. If you enjoy that, there's like, like people play that game now. Like there's groups of those people who do that. I know a person who does. What is your thing? What are the things you used to like doing? And gosh darn it, go about the business of doing it. Stop sitting in your shit, friends. You've got to get up out of it and go do stuff. I said this a couple of weeks ago. Somebody needs you to do that. Somebody needs you to get out of your own head. Someone needs you to stop being so negative so that they can see that things are possible, so that they can see that even though you've been through hard shit, you still pulled yourself together and are showing up well in the world as a light as hopeful, right? Because those are the people we want to follow. I don't want to follow somebody that's negative all the time. Somebody who's, they may have all the money in the world, but they're an asshole. I don't want to be around that person. I want to be around the person who maybe has zero dollars, but is amazing and offers me education and information and love and all of these other things, right? That's the stuff that really matters. So stop holding space for negativity. And you'll be amazed at how much more space you have for good shit. Man. All right, friends, that's all I have for today. Take care of yourself. And please make sure you're looking out for each other. Bye.